Hello, I'm Victoria Ash. And I'm Paul Griffith. And welcome to the Business of Adventure podcast, where we find out how people make a sustainable living from life and work in the outdoors. And in part two of this Business of Adventure podcast, I am continuing my conversation with Jenny Graham, the endurance cyclist and Guinness World Record holder, about how she's built a career out of adventure, including publishing her fantastic book about her ride, Coffee First and Then the World. And if you haven't listened to it, it's definitely worth checking out part one of the interview with Jenny. In it, we hear about her epic journey around the world and how she turned that into business opportunities when she got back. We also learn about how she spends her time and how it's been a challenge to see herself as a business person as well as an adventurer. Mm. So, Victoria, tell us a little bit about what we're going to hear in part two of your conversation. Yeah, um, another really lovely conversation with her. We talk a lot more about how her career has developed following her record-breaking ride. We cover how she approaches projects now, in particular, how she got into writing a book um, and what that involved. And she's also very open about the advice she might have for adventure business people starting out. Also about what you might call her initial imposter syndrome and about her determination to support women and girls in the world of adventure I think she feels that they're still a bit unrepresented in some ways. I don't suppose there's too much doubt about that. I always find it slightly amazing that even Guinness World Record holders can suffer from imposter syndrome, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. But I guess it's another good example of someone who ignored all those fears and backed themselves, which is just such an important thing and a key piece of advice we're hearing from lots of adventurers mm-hmm. who are trying to work out how to build a sustainable business from what they do yeah yeah no, absolutely okay so let's get going and listen to that part two of the interview so i guess in terms of how things have, have moved forwards i mean if you're thinking about new projects now would you say you approach them differently i think you said a little while back that you you probably would that you would perhaps plan the business side earlier on is is that a fair yeah I mean it's so there's definitely a split with me but the more that I have commercialized this world that I absolutely love and have this like passion for deep in my heart then the more that I have to make sure that I've got a bit of a split and so I do projects that have got no media no monetary value to anybody there's it's not up on any sort of social media and it's really really important like the bigger that this gets and the more that I do that I keep that for myself and then I just um, make sure that as a project of passion and um, the only benefits are that benefits that I got way back in the beginning you know that benefits of being out there that space that time to myself and and then there's the projects that I'm like the business side of myself Mm -hmm. that I'm like okay I can see that and this would you know we could be really creative with this Um, and so yeah I make sure like because it is how I make a living now then I have to make sure that they're not all projects of passion which because you burn out like you can just burn out if you're like putting all your eggs into that basket so um yeah I do I do look at that a lot more closely now Mm -hmm. and um but it's not all to make 
I, I, I suppose I have to be more aware that I'm of keeping the bit back for myself than I do on the making it making a um, sort of job out of an mm-hmm. adventure now because that bit seems to come to me a bit easier now because I'm thinking about that mm. <laughs> and mm. thinking about it and particularly I think when you work with brands and like everything's got a potential story um, and you know the I'm really lucky with the brands that I work with sort of trust that I will create stuff throughout the year so I don't I don't get hit with a like you must do this this and this yeah. you know I'm, I get to be quite creative with it and w- with that creativity then it means that everything is potential everything has potential to to you know have a good selling Mm. point so yeah just I just really watch that Mm. yeah no thanks that's that's really interesting I mean I guess if you were giving a would-be adventure business people people starting out in your sort of journey where would you suggest they invest most time oh I mean that's a good question. Um, I think what's really helped me at the very beginning, so before, you know, I didn't sort of, the first adventure I was going on was not round the world. Like I had that bit nailed. Like I knew my drive, I knew my passion, I knew my skill sets. I'd been building them up for years and years. And so the product was quality if you like like I had plenty to fall back on plenty of experience so make sure that like you've got that you know make sure that you've spent Mm. that time where it's not for anybody else but yourself and for your for your own skills and that personal development um I think the brands that you or the people that you decide to work with are hugely important when you first start out it's that like fear that you'll never get any other offers so you must take it all and actually I find the most success is working with the people that actually I connect with you know the people that I I got told early on only ever do business with someone that you would go for a pint with (laughs) (laughs) and I'm like actually that is quite good yeah that's quite good advice and I've definitely had the best success with um um working with people like that that actually even if we are extremely and I love it when we are like from a totally different world extremely different but if you've got that connection with somebody it's just like yeah it 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 makes your work more valuable I find and um and like you've got that trust and yeah yeah makes makes life a lot easier so uh, yeah making good connections and making sure like you look after those connections because we are all so busy it's so Mm -hmm. easy to leave people on red not get back to emails and you know not like reply and I am definitely guilty of that and but I think that's that's the bit like keeping not been too busy for for the people that are yeah essentially there by your side I suppose mm-hmm. yeah no that's 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 good advice I mean coming on to the book obviously there was a bit of a gap between you the end of your the yeah. end of the trip and deciding to write it talk us through that why there was that sort of gap and how easy or otherwise it was to do um yeah tell us a bit about that 
So I, like I said, I straight away got asked to give talks. Um, I was, I'd been asked on board with the Adventure Syndicate, who are a collective of women that were um, out like doing adventures, sharing stories, enabling other women and, and girls to get involved in sports and adventure. Um, and so I got asked on um, to be a director, co-director um, on that as soon as I got back. Um, and I'd made this connection with Global cycling network through mark again and so i had these like big projects that were happening i was i, I was doing loads and loads of talks and uh, my life was just like really full and it was the stuff that i instantly wanted to do you know mm. that was the that was the big hitters for me like i really loved all all that aspects of the of the job and then um when that in the background my sisters I've got a big sister who's eight years older than me and we are so different in so many ways like she is Miss Spreadsheet she is so <laughs> organized and um, she was saying early on you have to you have to write a book I've just read all these books like she's a researcher she's mm. a biologist so she just loves research and mm. um, and she's like right I've read all these adventure books and like you have to write yours when you come back and um and I was like I am so not you know going to do that um but anyway we talked a bit about it when I got back but it was always on the back burner and then I guess around the time that Covid hit it was like all the me other media stuff had stopped and it gave me that sort of breathing space to look then at the book and to sort of get the ideas out of my head um, onto paper. I had some contacts, like I said, that worked in, you know, um, that had written books or worked in adventures. They put me in touch with an agent, James. And um, yeah, they sort of just spiralled from there. Mm. And all of a sudden I was writing a book um, <laughs> And that was that. Yeah, fantastic. And, you know, just for, I guess, the benefit of people listening and the sort of commercials of it, I mean, is it something that is a big part of your revenue generator for you in terms of book sales? Or has it been more about profile raising, getting your name out there, going and doing more talks? How, do, how has that sort of turned out? Um, well, it's hard to say right now because it's only been two months. Um, mm. But of course, I went in thinking this is going to make my millions. Uh, I'll just bang out a book. And then I was really uh, <laughs> quickly uh, brought back down to life with just uh, yeah the reality of like what, you know, the um, uh, how many books actually sell and in that sort of whole world that I knew nothing about and so I think um, I mean the book's doing great the book is doing mm. really well and everyone's really happy with it and you know um, in terms of that side of things but I think for the long-term investment for me the safest investment for me is to look at it as a tool that I can now take and you know use and um, use to give more talks to work with businesses it sort of gives you that credentials that you've mm. you know you've got the uh, public book um, so it's not just the Guinness World Record then you've also got the book and then whatever the work that you're that, that you go on to yeah. do um, yeah it's, it, it's sort of packing the pa part of the package I guess um, but uh, yeah again when I was writing it there was no way I could think of it like that because it was just so emotional and you were just so in it so you weren't writing a book to 
to be part of your package you were writing a book essentially for you know your potential grandchildren that (laughs) or or whatever or for you like for me when I'm you know that much older so it was a very personal sort of experience but now I'm out of it then yeah it's it's definitely a good asset to have yeah no that's lovely advice and I think great reflection of having in mind the person you're writing this for um, because just makes it much more real doesn't it yeah Um, and I mean that's the thing you know when I'm riding my bike I've always got my why I know why I'm doing it I know why I'm there I know why I'm pushing through but when I was sitting writing a book I'd often lose my why and Mm. so that bringing it back to like really small and focused one person that might read this and that could be me when I'm 90 or you know or whoever it was on that day then uh, that was really really helpful just to keep momentum up and keep it going yeah yeah no I think that's a great piece of advice brilliant um I think it would be really interesting just um I don't know wrapping up if you were starting out now is there anything you would do differently in terms of the 24 year old Jenny Graham looking at a career in the world of adventure oh wow um it's such a difficult one isn't it um I mean no essentially I I was so authentic and natural and when I wasn't um in the outdoor world world you know I was like with my family and with my son Mm. so I wouldn't change any of that but I think um for somebody getting into it I guess um I would I think it's that seeing yourself or believing you know if you've got like a little pull towards something that like that took me such a long time to see myself and believe right right up to around the world you know even Mm -hmm. like getting to the start line I was still like oh my god am I good enough to be here Um, and you could just save obviously I did all right still even though I felt like that but I could have just saved so much energy if I (laughs) just you know uh, backed myself a bit more yeah. early on and not worried about these molds that I thought um people were fitting into and I couldn't see myself there and it was just like this ongoing um um sort of battle that didn't actually, I didn't actually need to be having but you know it's very hard I think it's it's getting much better now but that um but there's still a long way to go isn't there and just like people women and girls seeing Mm. themselves in business in adventure on stage on the Mm. tv like all that like as a sporty feminine woman being up there like all these things are okay and and yeah there's still still work to be done but I think that's the bit that 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 would be good to change you know um, and actually, when somebody I was telling about the book when I started the book tour, um, this woman was lovely, and we were sitting down, and I was talking about. Someone asked me why I wrote a book, and I started panicking. I was like, "Oh God, I don't know right now because it just been <laughs> released." And uh, someone else jumped in, and she was like, "You know, you owe it." to all the women and young girls out there to tell your story as a female riding around the world Mm. because the shelf is full of um, male adventurers that want to tell their story and that is great that's fine but um it also needs like we need a more diverse voice don't we so if I can be a little bit part of that diversity then great well yeah and wow you've really achieved 
that one in terms of telling that story from the female viewpoint. Um, okay. I, I really loved it from that that perspective. Um, so thanks, Edna. That's that's some great advice. Um, I guess to wrap up, I mean, what's what's coming next? What's next in the world of Jenny Graham Enterprises? <laughs> um, I'm going to get an accountant. <laughs> 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 yeah, I yeah, I've got such a fun summer planned, and I've um, I like I'm working on lots of different projects um, in in Europe and in the UK, um, all cycling based stuff, um, and I'm also taking a bit of space to look at next year as well, which feels really good. It's like mm-hmm. I hardly ever get give myself that opportunity, um, so building bigger projects for next year, so it can be that planning ahead a little bit because I think for me it highlights the bit I don't enjoy about this is the time scales of you know not quite knowing what you're doing in four months or five months because um depending on how people plan so I'm like right just go and get your project in that you want to do and like take control of that a bit and I think that just comes with you know experience and confidence Mm. doesn't it and sort of knowing what you need to to be content and happy so and yeah I've got a bit of space to look at that too so nice that's a yeah I think really nice piece of advice um just taking that time to step back and think about the the longer term and where you want to grow your vision as it were um yeah no that's fantastic um yeah I mean that that's been a really fantastic um discussion Jenny I mean fascinating and I think I've learned a lot and I know people listening will learn a huge amount talking to you. I mean, yeah. I mean, any final words of advice or thoughts? I think if this has been pitched towards people that are just starting out in their in their journey in the outdoors or running their business, then I think uh, I find early on that you're almost it's very easy to feel that you're competing against everyone for this work for this job um, and you know for it, it can it can be quite a lonely place if that's the case and I find the greatest joy and the greatest um, uh, sort of projects have come from when the, from when you just recognize everybody for their own skill set and trust that yours is enough too and then you're able to collaborate and a lot more you're able to share advice share contact share you know and just mm-hmm. sort of build that um, network up because if you are a one woman band um, then it can be you know if and you're a people person then you're doing all that business stuff yourself then that can be quite a lonely place to navigate mm. so uh, yeah if if you can open yourself up to that then I think that's where you get great rewards mm. no fabulous advice thank you yeah speak soon Brilliant. Yes, all right have a good day have a thanks day. so much Bye-bye. bye so that concludes my chat with Jenny Graham Massive thanks to her for taking the time to talk to us today and for sharing her experiences as an adventurer and a business person. And let me finish by recommending her book again, Coffee First and Then the World. It's a great read full of humanity and humour and I really loved it. So do please go and buy a copy. Thanks for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Business and Adventure podcast wherever you normally get your podcasts because we've got some great interviews coming up. So speak to you soon. Goodbye.